Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 202 of the Speaking Club podcast. Now, if you're like me, you might be feeling pretty fed up that the light at the end of the COVID tunnel seems to have been obscured by Omicron. If you're like me, you might be feeling frustrated that the plans you've made have been or might be disrupted by what's going on. Or if you like me, you might be feeling unsettled or anxious because so much seems out of your control. So to start this show, I wanted to share a couple of things from the Comfort Book by Matt Haig, which resonated with me and might do for you. The first is called Rain. You don't have to be positive. You don't have to feel guilty about fear or sadness or anger. You don't stop the rain by telling it to stop. Sometimes you just have to let it pour. Let it soak you to your skin. It never rains forever. And know that however wet you get, you are not the rain. You are not the bad feelings in your head. You are the person experiencing the storm. The storm may knock you off your feet, but you will stand again. Hold on. The second is called The Future is Open. You don't need to know the future to be hopeful. You just need to embrace the concept of possibility. To accept that the unknowability of the future is the key. And that there are versions of the future which are brighter and fairer than the present. The future is open. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking. And because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So... If you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hi there. Thanks for joining me again. It's great to have you here. I love Matt Higgs' The Comfort Book. And if you're looking for a last minute present, it's a great option, which really does what it says on the tin. And I'll put a link in the show notes to it for you. Now, before we head into the show, I wanted to remind you about the 200th episode prize draw, where I'm giving away some great training, coaching and books to help you level up your speaking for 2022. And it's super simple to enter. You can find out all of the details over at saraharcher.co.uk slash 200. But that's not the only thing I'm giving away, because in this last show before Christmas, I have a great gift for you. If you're a regular listener, you'll know I'm a strong believer that structure and systems actually set you free and enable you to be creative even if you think you aren't. That's why I've developed processes and frameworks to underpin my speaking and marketing courses, programs and coaching. So in this pre-Christmas show, I want to give you one of my favourite business storytelling frameworks, which I've seen get brilliant results for people time and time again in various ways. And I know it's going to help you too, especially if you come up against any of these issues. 
you struggle to come up with ideas for your lives or videos, you feel awkward starting or ending your stories, you start to speak about one thing and then get lost or distracted and then that throws you off, or you're scared to do a video or live partly because you haven't got a clue how to structure it, you have stories to share but you don't know how to make them relevant for your audience and the problem you solve for people, or you go on too long and lose yourself let alone the audience. Now, if you've experienced any of these things, then I'm sure you're going to love and get value from this show. So let's crack on. And I want to start off by explaining that a pat, which is what this show is all about, is a type of story structure. And I want to put it in context first. You see, in my opinion, there are two types of stories that we use in our speaking. The first is what I call a transformational story and that causes a oh my god epiphany and the second is what I call an aha anecdote. A transformational story is a more substantial one. It's likely to be the main story that underpins the big idea in your talk. These stories are ones in which there is a journey that leads to internal and external growth and transformation for the main character in that story. Now, these can often be your origin story. And they're so powerful because the audience sees their own situation, fears and desires reflected in your journey. And the aim of these big idea stories is to enable your audience to have a big epiphany about their life, their business uh, and what is possible for them. Now, the second type of story The aha anecdote is a simpler, more snackable story. And these are likely the ones that you use to reinforce your supporting points for your big idea or on their own in short posts, videos, podcasts and lives. And these are kind of like the business version of Aesop's fables or parables in religious texts like the Bible. Short stories which illustrate a particular moral and teach a lesson. Here's one you may be familiar with. The hare was once boasting of his speed before the other animals. I have never yet been beaten, said he. When I put forth my full speed, I challenge anyone here to race with me. The tortoise said quietly, I accept your challenge. That is a good joke, said the hare. I could dance round you all the way. Keep your boasting till you've beaten me, answered the tortoise. Shall we race? So a course was fixed and a start was made. The hare darted almost out of sight at once, but soon stopped, and to show his contempt for the tortoise, lay down to have a nap. The tortoise plodded on and plodded on, and when the hare awoke from his nap, He saw the tortoise just near the winning post and he couldn't run up in time to save the race. Then said the tortoise, plodding wins the race. There you go, that's uh, an Aesop's fable. And the pats are similar to fables and parables, but they're mostly not about moral teachings. What they are ideal for is illustrating obstacles or challenges, including limiting beliefs that can get in our way and for giving people a new way of looking at them or overcoming them. Okay, so here is the framework for a pat. 
First, you start with the problem. You say what it is. Then you share an anecdote about the problem that contains a lesson to be learned. And lastly, you give your audience a takeaway which reinforces and repeats the lesson learned in the anecdote, but at a more general level. Simple, isn't it? And there are many ways you can use these pats to educate your audience and build the relationship with them. And they're brilliant for tackling the myths, mistakes, assumptions and beliefs that are stopping people in your target audience from getting what they want. And they're also fab for proactively dealing with objections that can come up and get in the way of people saying yes to your idea, change, product or service. And finally, they can also be used to frame case studies. And as I've said, you can use them within a bigger talk, webinar, workshop or written piece of content or on their own in videos, lives and social media posts. Also, if you're a regular listener, you'll have heard me use them often in podcasts to support my main idea or tackle an obstacle or objection. There are many, many benefits of using the PAT structure for sharing your short, snackable stories. But one of the other key ones is that it makes it super simple to remember what you want to say. You set out the general problem, which leads to your anecdote, which can be a personal story or one about someone you know, or even a story from the news, book or a movie. And then you sum up the general takeaway you want to make. And if appropriate, after the takeaway, you could add some sort of call to action, which could be anything from a question to your audience or an invitation to take the next step towards working with you. Now, I bet you're thinking, Well, that all sounds very easy when you say it, Sarah. But how does it work in practice? I thought you might be wondering about that, which is why I've got some examples for you. Now, my first example is a pat that is talking about the problem of worrying about what other people are thinking or doing. Okay, so here's the problem. One of the things that's tripped me up and slowed down the progression in my business is comparing myself to other people, especially on social media. And it usually results in me going down a rabbit hole and then beating myself up with negative thoughts after. And this reminds me of a time that I was watching one of my goldfish in my little pond. Now, the anecdote. So I'm standing at the edge of the fish pond in my garden. And when I do this, the fish see me and they know it's food time. So all four of them gather at the surface, opening and closing their mouths. So I sprinkle the food in, making sure to spread it around so they've all got a chance to get some. When all of a sudden I notice the smallest fish, an orange fella, starts to chase all the other fish around to stop them from getting any food. And in the end... He spends so much time bothering the others that he has less food himself, which is probably why he's the littlest fish in there. And then there's the takeaway. At that moment, it dawned on me that I'm behaving exactly the same as that little orange fish. If I spend all my time and energy worrying about what they're doing, I'm not paying attention to my business 
and working on my own goals and dreams. There's the first one then. So I had those goldfish at my old house and sadly I had to leave them behind as my new place didn't have space for a pond. But the new owners always wanted fish. So I'm sure they've been looked after and that little orange goldfish is still chasing others round at food time. Okay, enough about my old goldfish. Let's talk now about skateboarding. So this next pat is all about the power of intention. So here's the problem. We often blame fear, anxiety and self-doubt for holding us back. But I think they are the scapegoats for the real thing that sabotages us. And it's the same thing that caused me to fall on my bum at the skate park. Now the anecdote. It was a warm, sunny day last summer when I arrived at the skate park, which was busy with kids on scooters, lads on bikes and the skateboarders. A mix of cool kids and the odd middle-aged kidult like me padded up to the nines and ready to roll. And with my 50th birthday on the near horizon, I decided to rekindle some of my lost ambitions from my youth. One of which is to be able to ride the bowls in a skate park. And every time I get to the skate park, I feel a combination of excitement and fear because I know that my comfort zone is going to be pushed to the limit. And today I'm practicing my drop in. And this is where you stand at the top of a ramp with one foot on your board, which is hovering over the edge. And then you've got to step down on the other end of your board and roll down the ramp. Now, I just mastered the drop in on a ramp, which was about as steep as a gym treadmill on maximum incline. And I felt I was ready to move on up. Now, the number one rule of dropping in on a skateboard is that you have to go all in. You have to step on, slam your front foot down and lean as if you were going to grab the front of the board. The trouble is, though, it's so hard to do that when every instinct is screaming at you to do the opposite and step off, which is what I did on my first try where I skidded down with one foot on the board, which was acting like a brake, before falling off quite spectacularly. Now, after falling, I knew that the only way I was going to avoid failing and coming off again was to fully commit. Anything less wouldn't be enough. And feeling more nervous than before, I stood at the top and stared down the slope. And then I let go and somehow managed to stay on. And when I reflected on this, I realised that actually most of the times that I'd failed at something in my life was when I had played small and stopped short of fully committing. So I don't believe that it's fear that stops us, but a lack of intention and commitment. Now the takeaway. If you're intentional about what you want and you play full out to get it, then you'll succeed even if you stumble a little on the way. Without intention and commitment, we can often give up and move on to the next thing. And the sad thing is that sometimes success is just around the corner. There you go. A couple of pat examples using some of my personal snackable stories to help you understand how it works in practice. And one other important point that I wanted to show you was how one story can create many pats. And to help explain this to you, I want you 
to just take a second and think of your favourite book or movie. Got it? Okay, well, thinking about that movie or book, what was your biggest takeaway? Right, my question is, could there have been another takeaway for you from that same book or movie? This morning, I was working with one of my one-to-one signature talk clients and we were talking about her favourite movie to illustrate the hero's journey and how it applied to her story. Now, her favourite movie was E.T. And one of the takeaways for that movie is that love and friendship have no boundaries. But there are many other potential lessons we can take from that film. The importance of loyalty. That difference doesn't mean we don't have things in common. And my life would have been infinitely richer if my mum and dad had got me that BMX bike I wanted. Especially since they didn't get me the chopper bike I'd wanted before that. So I hope you can see one story, many angles. But let's make it even more real, tangible for you and look at the two examples that I just shared. So the first goldfish pat was one about mindset and comparing yourself to others. But in my snackable story system bank, I also have that story tagged under imposter syndrome, self-belief, jealousy, authenticity, passion and purpose. And I can just tweak the problem, the story and the takeaway slightly to use the same story with a whole new angle. And the second one about my skateboarding drop-in is also tagged in my system under self-belief, failure, comfort zone, practice, mindfulness, passion, purpose and conviction. And again, with just a few little tweaks, I could use it to talk around any of those angles. That is why stories are so powerful and spending time To find and craft your personal stories is a brilliant investment that pays you back time and time again. Now, I'm hoping that this has given you a great start to using pats and snackable stories. But if you want to take it to the next level, then do have a look at my five day snackable story challenge, where I'll be giving you training, coaching and resources to help you find, craft and deliver your personal stories so that they're relatable to your audience and super engaging. Now that challenge is completely free and it's on demand so you can do it now or whenever you're ready over the coming period so that you're ready to start using PATS next year to grow your confidence, your audience and your business. And if you're interested in finding out more about the challenge then just head over to saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge. Okay, so here are your takeaways for this episode. First of all, the pat structure is great for helping you prepare your message and start and end your stories intentionally and powerfully. It will also help you make your stories relatable to your audience and the problem that you solve for them. It can help get rid of obstacles and objections that might get in the way of your target audience taking action. And the pat will help you stay on track 
and remember what you want to say. And finally, not only can Pats help your audience to shift perspective on something that's holding them back, but because they are often based on personal stories, it builds the know, like and trust factors that are critical for you to help them move around the customer journey. Now, I've got my Snackable Story System software for collecting and cataloging my stories and creating pats. And this is something you can get a copy of as a member of the Speaking Club Live, but you can create something similar on your own. Just start a notes file on your phone or have a notebook that you carry around with you so that you can jot down anything that you experience or notice that could make a good pat. Well, I hope you enjoyed that and found it useful. And do please let me know if you use the pat structure uh, and let me know how you get on. Well, that's it from me. Thanks again for listening. And as ever, if you enjoy the speaking club, please do leave an honest rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. Or you could go old school and tell someone about it. Oh, and if you do leave a review, just take a screenshot, email it to me with 200 in the subject line and you can get into that prize draw I was telling you about. Have a wonderful festive break. Make sure you rest, recharge and don't you forget to grab your life by the chestnuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you want to be more memorable and engaging when you talk, then you need to share more stories. Stories can help you better connect with your audience and their problems and get them leaning in more powerfully than anything else. And short, snackable stories are great to use in pitches, Facebook Lives, podcasts, videos, keynotes, webinars, blogs, in fact, everywhere to share your message and grow your business. The trouble is that finding your snackable stories and confidently sharing them can feel like a struggle. And that struggle can slow you down or stop you in your tracks. But that's where my free Snackable Story Challenge comes in. Over the course of just five days, I'm going to give you resources, training and coaching to help you find your authentic personal stories to share and build your skills and confidence in sharing them. Not only that, but the challenge will guide you towards a tangible result at the end and assets for you to use going forward. So to grab your space, go to saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge right now.